Welcome to the show, my fierce and unstoppable sisters. You have just arrived at a place where we believe in the transformative power of healing the mind, body, and soul. If you're here, I know you're ready to overcome the trauma, fear, and self-doubt that has been holding you back. Because that was me not that long ago, feeling so alone and like I could never fully heal and move forward. But let me tell you this, it is possible to break free, to heal, and to thrive. But I'm also going to be real with you, it's not going to be easy. Healing is hard work and it takes courage to face the past. But you didn't come here for easy, did you? You came here for transformation. And through my own healing, I learned the key to unlocking our truest selves is by learning to love ourselves deeply and stepping into our power and intuition. So if you're ready to do the work, if you're ready to dig deep and explore the power of emotional healing, spiritual growth, and physical gains, come join me on this transformative journey that can free you in ways you never thought possible. Hello, hello. Welcome back to another episode of She Wakes Up. I'm Stacy here hanging with you today. And you know, life has been different around my house lately. Uh, both kiddos are actually in school all day. And so it's been an adjustment for all of us and loving certain parts of it and still working out the kinks with other things. And it's just a new season in our life and it's super exciting. Um, but yeah, it just, it makes life where you have to just, you're in it and you have no choice but to figure it out in the moment. And that's kind of where we're at right now, but all good things. We're really happy that our kids are loving school and it just, it's awesome for them to come home and hear about their day. And it's been a really cool adjustment for my husband and I because we both are in our own business and we're able to get our house projects kind of figured out and starting to get back into those again. And so it's been nice to have a little bit of time to focus on projects and things, but it sure is an adjustment and we're all going to get through it. So today I kind of wanted to talk about that a little bit and I've just been reflecting so much in this year, but especially since I left my job and just, you know, when I went into the idea that I was finally going to leave my job and just do coaching and podcasting full time, you know, I had so much fear and I had so much doubt and all the limiting beliefs just came to surface. And I was so scared because it was such a big change. It was such a risk. And I just, I was worried, you know, but I knew that where I was and what I was doing just wasn't going to help me up-level myself in ways that I wouldn't be able to if I was still stuck to this job that was not doing anything for me and was just draining me and taking my time away from my family, which is really what I wanted. I wanted to be home. I had a taste of what a hybrid work schedule was like and being able to be home most of the days of the week and just got really used to stepping back into motherhood and being in the home and working on the home and cooking and, you know, doing the things that I didn't have the energy or the time for when I was working all the time. And I forgot how much I really enjoyed all of those things. It was just that when I was in this hustle culture every single day, I felt like I could explode if I added one more thing to my to-do list. And so the last thing I wanted to do was spend an hour in the kitchen preparing food you know, and I just, I guess I took for granted the times that I was able to be home. And now that I get to do it full time, I've just been, you know, checking in with myself. And like I said, this hustle culture mindset, you know, that plays this strong emphasis on relentless work and productivity and 
you know, your achievements are the primary path to your success and your personal fulfillment. And there's so many pressures that that puts on the woman in that not only do you have the financial burden, because when you are, you know, a two income household, or maybe you have a a full-time job and a side hustle or whatever, and you're bringing in income, it's just this, this mindset that I have to hustle. I have to spend countless hours away from my family and at the expense of my own personal well-being and my personal health, that the only way to really feel that success is to constantly grind. And once I started to recognize that this was a trap and I got a taste of what it was like to be at home, it kind of guided me back into my own intuition as a woman. And I think that Being in this hustle culture is so toxic to women because it forces you to be pulled away from your biology and what it is that you are supposed to be doing. And I'm not saying that, you know, we have to have these uh, specific identified gender roles in the home because I know we live in a modern culture where, you know, moms and dads are sharing equal things and, and that's great. All I'm saying is that our biology as both female and male We have different things that we are really good at innately, these things that we're called to do, these little nudges, our intuition. And a lot of that for most women is that nurturing, that caregiving, that want to be, you know, providing in a way that comes from their emotion and their love. And that's what brings moms fulfillment and joy. And, you know, wives that can be there to, you know, cook dinner for her and her family and just something about that gives most women fulfillment because it's linked to our biology and our innate needs and that is what fuels us to even pour more love into what we are doing and I think we're just so forced into the opposite where we have to turn on our masculine brain to get all the things done to be all the good things, all the, you know, the good wife, the good mom, the good daughter, the good teacher, the good nurse, the good, you know, the list goes on and on. And you have to do all of those things. You know, you're expected to do all those things. At least that's what it feels like. And maybe a lot of women have that financial weight where they absolutely have to be working full time and maybe they carry benefits. You know, there's all different sorts of pressures that are put on women and we have to think logically and you know, in jobs, there are so many different opportunities for growth and things that we're competing and we're doing a lot of these masculine things and it just pulls us further and further away from the things that innately bring us that fulfillment. And so I think so much of it in this society is looking outside of yourself for that gratification and for the acceptance, the approval So when you are tapped into this masculine energy all the time, it really can feel as if you're stepping further away or out of the feminine energy. And in a way, looking outside of yourself and stepping physically outside of yourself, mentally, emotionally outside of yourself to fulfill the roles that we've been told are all the things that we're supposed to be doing. But we keep coming back as a whole collectively as women, and we just can tell that something is off, you know, not just with ourselves, but it's starting to become more and more um, just open. Like people have been so open and the awareness is growing that, hey, I'm not the only one that feels this way. And there isn't anything wrong with kind of stepping back into the more traditional ways that things are dating, 
you know, careers, being at the home, how you choose to educate your kids. There's just all these things that I think women are really starting to recognize that they have something inside of them that really wants to pull them back into, you know, that more stay-at-home mom role, but also being able to produce income and have the freedom to be with her family and do those things, but also, you know, feel like she's contributing to the family or the relationship and that she does have a little bit of financial independence. And maybe some of that is giving her purpose, which is why I am a huge advocate now that I've been able to step into this full time for women entrepreneurs, because the beautiful thing about entrepreneurship is that you can work full time and start your business on the side. Because that's how the majority of all of us got started. And that's certainly how I got started. I was not able to just invest all of the time and all the money into my business right away. And so I knew that this was eventually a place that I wanted to get to and just didn't really have a realistic timeline in mind. So I started my business when I was working full time and I did what I could. And of of course, that just added another thing, but I knew that I had to put in the work so that I could get to where I wanted to go. And so I did that for a while. And so I really support women who want to start a side hustle and not to confuse that with the hustle culture, but start a little side job of some kind that is going to get you one step closer to your business goal so that you can, if your goal is to step away from that, this is giving you that stability that you're looking for to actually be able to make that decision when you finally come to that point. So today's episode, I really want to talk to you about my top favorite things on how to really get closer to you and kind of coming back home to yourself because this year in that big move that I made and now being able to have adjusted to this role and you know being comfortable with my decision and settling in finally, that I can reflect on all the things. And one of the things that this opportunity has given me is that since I've been able to step into my full-time entrepreneurship space, it has given me the freedom that I wanted the entire time that I was working. And it still allows me to support my family in financial ways. It also cuts back all a lot of hours that I was putting into that didn't fill my cup up. You know, there were just things, tasks that had to get done And I always had to check in with somebody, you know, I had a supervisor and I had a team beneath me that I had to, you know, be responsible for. And so it was just a lot of things that didn't really fulfill me. And I knew that it was time for a change. And so I want to share with you the things that I have really reflected on myself and has allowed me to see things that maybe I wouldn't have seen had I still been where I was in April. And that is stepping back into my role as a woman in the home, like I said, and being able to still financially provide for my family. And so one of the things that had really helped me is that I had to reevaluate my priorities. Like I said, I was working full time still, and I still had a lot of responsibilities that I couldn't slack on while I was building my business. And that just meant that I had to sacrifice other things. And I had to get super clear on what my priorities were. Because if I I knew I wanted to make this happen, then I knew that I needed to set those priorities so that I wasn't getting sidetracked and I wasn't coming up with excuses on why I wasn't going to do the thing. So what truly matters to you? You know, when you are trying to figure out 
where you want to go next and what it looks like, what really, really matters to you. And what are your long-term goals for your family and yourself? And hopefully these questions can kind of start to open your mind to the possibility that this could be a reality if you started to take the steps and recognize what really does matter to you. So reevaluating priorities is a must. Number two is self-care and well-being. And I know we talk about this a lot. I know it's highlighted in almost every personal development space. But it's because it's so important because when we are going through all the things and we're really in that masculine energy, it is really easy for us women to get burnt out, to feel stressed, to feel a lot of pressure. And this can take a significant toll on our health and our well-being, not just physically, but mentally and emotionally. It drains us because we are not meant biologically to be in that masculine energy all the time. And Because we have so many things on our to-do list, because we take on so many uh, responsibilities, because we wear so many different hats, we are forced into it. And for women, it just, you can see it the years after, you know, of doing this year after year, there comes a point where the woman just breaks and she's like, I just can't. And it's because we're not meant to do that. So if, you know, you don't have a choice in today's society a lot of times, and this is the goal, you know, to help you step away from that a little bit. But in the meantime, you know, this is just the reality. So just remembering that you need to decompress in some way. And there are so many different ways. I know a lot of employers that have like self-help or wellness challenges or like a wellness um, network where you can participate in. I know that there are a lot of different programs through churches and gyms There are so many online resources, meditation, subliminals, Um, you know, you could do things like getting a massage and helping release a lot of muscle tension and, you know, just going for a walk every single day or even a few days a week. You know, there are so many different things that can help you to really take care of yourself and they don't always have to be expensive. They don't always have to take up a lot of time, but just making sure that you are carving out time for yourself in this because we are doing so many other things we're eventually going to get to our breaking point emotionally, mentally, physically. And we all know we want to take good care of our family. We want to be there to help them. That's the nurturing role that women are just naturally good at. And so it just would kill us if we came to a point where we couldn't support them because we weren't well, you know, because we let the stress and everything get to us. We never took that time for ourselves to really give us the self-care that we've been giving to everybody else. You know, we just, we have to remember how important it really is. And that the end goal is to be able to be there to support your family. And if you're not taking care of yourself at some point, you may not be able to take care of them the way that you really want to. So that's a big one for me. Um, Number three, pivoting into entrepreneurship. As I said, this is such a good opportunity. There are so many different avenues that you could go. Um, a couple of the things that would help is to start researching maybe the space that you're you're wanting to pivot into. Um, reach out to people in the space that are doing the thing that you want to be doing and trying to find a small network of people that are in that mindset of trying to do exactly what you're doing in the space that you're doing it in. Um, and then, you know, start talking about it out loud to people of this idea that you have, and you'll be surprised at what opportunities come up because now you're putting it out in the world and it's becoming a reality for you. And so those are just some really 
little things that you can do to just get started. And it's just a creative way. It's a really flexible freedom way to build sustainable income while still working, but also being able to eventually get to a point where you can have control over your own schedule and you will have the financial stability and you will be able to show up for the events that you want to show up to and take time off if you want to. And you don't have to ask permission. This is your business, you know, gives you that flexibility that freedom. And ultimately for me, at least, you know, being able to be here has just given me that fulfillment. So I a hundred percent support starting a business. And if you have questions about what that looks like, talk to me, DM me anytime. And I'm happy to walk you through some steps, answer any questions that you have. Um, I, I support that so much. And the, let's see, where are we at? Number four is embracing imperfection because as I'm going through one of my courses, I've just heard so many people just being afraid that they're going to make a mistake or that they're scared to show up. And they're afraid that, you know, nobody's going to want to listen to them and nobody is going to be able to connect with them. And they don't know the first thing about an email list and they really aren't a techie person. And I hear this, I hear this so much and that's so good. I love hearing this because that means that you're about to step into a change. Change is always uncomfortable. And I would be worried if you didn't have these thoughts, if you weren't concerned about the outcome, if you weren't trying to calculate the risks, you know, these are all legitimate feelings and part of becoming an entrepreneur in or creating anything, being um, a good whatever it is that you aspire to be. It's just knowing that the most important part of all of it is to take the first steps. And the first steps for everybody out there are the sloppiest, most terrifying, embarrassing, um, but you learn a lot of lessons from these first steps. But they're never perfect. They're never perfect years and years of doing it. But they certainly aren't even close to any way that you would ever imagine your first anything to be because it takes practice. It takes some sort of passion. It takes this desire to want to continue to do the thing before you get comfortable and before you improve. And then you just continue to do it. It's like riding a bike and you can start to, once you get to that point, you can really start to appreciate and really not worry so much about the imperfections. You rather embrace them because you're like this The imperfections is what got me here. All the mistakes, all the ums that I said, all the silly little techie things on my emails and the the links that never went to where they were supposed to go. And, you know, all of those things is that we have to embrace the fact that it's okay. And we've all done it. Every single person has done it. And there's no shame in that. And those are the things that build that character, the things that are going to keep you going and the things that you can look back at and laugh and know that these were just mistakes that you were able to learn from and grow from. And that is the beautiful thing about embracing imperfection is that it's okay. We're all human. And if I don't like to call them failures, but if you believe in failing, it can be a valuable learning experience for sure. And this goes for us moms and anybody else that wears hats, like the wife, the friend, the um, employee, whatever is Nobody should ever have the expectation of perfection on you and especially not yourself. So you should never, ever feel like you have to show up perfect 
and that what you were doing and what you were giving has to be perfect because there is no such thing. And anybody who is judging you doesn't understand and doesn't appreciate that we can learn from this. And if I make a mistake, maybe it's going to help you to prevent a mistake, right? And so we can all learn from each other. So I don't like to look at that that way. Um, I'm just, you know, aware that these are all valid things that we go through as moms and as entrepreneurs. So just laying it out there for you because I've been reflecting a lot about this and I feel this and I hear this so much that I want to highlight it. Um, and the last thing, number five, is community and mentorship. Because if I didn't have this in the beginning of when I started my business and when I had my kids and when I was going through the seasons, it's the like-minded people. If you can find a community of people that are going through similar, have a similar experience, and then you have a mentor that has gone through that experience, those two things is the recipe for your accountability and your action and your success and also all of your connections. And so if you can start to build this early, not only will you have maybe a mom support system around you and a village that's helping you with your kiddos and vice versa and just gives you that sense of motherhood and community in that way and stepping back into your feminine a little bit. But then in the business side of that is having this space where you can mastermind with people who get you, people who are going through the same things. Because oftentimes when we are going through this, one of the hardest things is that we don't have people in our inner circle that really understand and that really support us. So it's like we don't have people that we can just have conversations and share ideas with and get feedback about the things that we're creating. You know, hey, I, I think I'm thinking about starting a podcast. I don't know. Uh, can you check this out and see what you think and give me your feedback? Like that is one of the best learning opportunities right there is the people that I've been able to meet, the connections that I've been able to make from that has been life-changing for me because it's made opportunities happen. And I'm learning so much from not just the women that are my mentors, but also the community and just how I've really been able to see the strength and the admiration and just the, you can see a sparkle in every woman's eye when they talk about goals and dreams and their desires. And every time I've been into one of our mastermind groups or a group coaching call, with these women and we start to have this conversation, I can tell. And I just know that, you know, we all have that burning desire and passion to be more and whatever more means to you. And that we all have that fire inside of us. You know, we all know that we are capable. It's just a matter of trying to navigate what that looks like. And that's where all of you come in together. Collectively, you have this tribe forever because you can always lean on each other. You're always going to understand the ups, the downs, and the journey of it all. Whether you're talking about business or motherhood is just having that um, like-minded group. It's game-changing. It's been, like I said, a life-changer for me. And the people, oh my goodness, the quality. You want to talk about, you know, we, especially us adults and trying to find friends as adults is so hard. Talk about quality connections and like friendships that you just met this girl from across the room at a conference and you never talked to each other before. And at the end of the weekend, you guys have exchanged numbers. You have planned a um, another meetup for each other in your hometowns. And like, you've just clicked with this person. And you didn't even know who she was before you came to that event the weekend before, you know, and 
it's just amazing how committed and how supportive these kinds of groups can be. And it just can create friendships and relationships that you've really probably have dreamed of. Because like I said, as an adult, friendships are hard, good quality, true friendships that you can have conversations that fill you up. And when you leave that conversation, there's a part of your soul and your heart that has filled up a little bit because that person has, has listened. That person got you and you were also um, able to offer them, you know, your words of wisdom and experience. And you just reciprocated, you know, that, that true meaning of like unconditional love and commitment for somebody. And I think that's such a crucial component to all of this in life, in life, we need to be better. I feel like we're so isolated and maybe some of that's on purpose, but community and mentorship, a hundred percent. And if you ever need a tribe of your own, I always have my doors open to you. And there are so many different ways that we can connect. Like I said, on uh, Instagram, you can hit me up anytime at she wakes up, even my personal Instagram at Stacy failing. You can email me, you know, I'll put all the things in the show notes for you if you want to connect, but just know I got you. And I know that I will be able to give you this warm inviting home that you've been looking for and connect you with sisters who completely get you and want to get to know you and share all the amazing things that every single one of you are capable of. And I really, really hope that we can create this movement of women where we can come together and recognize that we're all struggling and in something and we need that support and we need to remember who we are at our core and help pull each other up and ask the questions and give the answers that we keep to ourselves too often because we're afraid, right? We have that fear. And hopefully we can see a world full of fulfilled women who are stepping into whatever lights their soul on fire and grows their heart and has those connections and takes care of herself and doesn't feel afraid to take the damn action. Yeah. All right. This is a good one. I'm so glad that you were here with me. And I have some few things coming. We're going to have the podcast course opening back up here in October. We are, my business partner, Stephanie, and I are relaunching our Millionaire's Mindset Mastermind, which is a six-week program that really works through the energetics and the limiting beliefs and all of those things that I just talked about here, fear, doubt, you know, scarcity mindset, money mindset, all of that. We covered that. And then the tangible, tactical, the science-backed stuff about what's really going to set you up for success and getting you these processes and this these other opportunities that you can take to really amplify the next step. So that's super exciting. That is a phenomenal way to gain a community and a mentorship all in one because the women inside of this group have connected not just with us as the hosts, but with each other. And we have something truly special inside of this group. And as a part of this mastermind, whenever you come together um, and you have this program, you are in that group with all the other women who've become millionaires over the time. So they're, they're going to be the alumni that have been in the program. And so it's just forever growing this big community of millionaires babes. And we would love to have you inside of there. We get started in a couple of weeks. Um, it's not even on sale yet. So you're going to be the first to know because it actually goes on sale this afternoon. So this podcast is going to launch Friday morning and the news will come out. So you might even get a little sneak peek, but 
Um, I will send that information out in the show notes as well so that you can have the link to get all the details on that. And I can't wait to come back here and have another coffee cocktail chat with you. See you soon.